Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Skype is recording. Andy, are you? Yes. Alright, here we go then. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Andy. Hey, now. And Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, Kevin couldn't be here today. Hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> this is episode 278. What's in your fleet? Well, I don't know. All right. Oh. All right. We'll talk about it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So let's catch up with everyone's week. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. All right. Let's what you got? Guess what I did? Plant? Nothing again. Well, I did pick my nose, but I do that every day. <laughs> Nothing in the hobby once again. (laughs) Yes. Man. Oh, man. (laughs) To do that to yourself. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I'm almost done planting beans, but not quite. I should have been done today, but yesterday was one of those, we'll just call it a Monday, where everything Mm -hmm. seems to work against you. Yeah. I had one of those days. Equipment problems, computer problems, computers in the equipment giving problems. Just just everything. But I got through it. Worked uh, today. So hopefully I'll finish tomorrow. Nice. So, yeah. Be glad, so, to, be glad to get done. So that means you'd be done planting? and, and I'll be done planting. I'm already yeah. started spraying again, like spraying the corn okay. that I planted. Okay. So that'll keep me busy for a couple more weeks. And All right. You know, it's always something going on through the summer, but sure. at least I'll be done with the daylight to dark work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cool. Maybe I can get some flying in the next week or two, hopefully. And then I got I got to get ready to go to Dragonfly. Got to get my yes. camper ready. So nice. Got to mm-hmm. work on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So what did you do, Steve? Uh, I did not fly, but I did. Well, I kind of flew, but I'll, I'll get to that. But uh, I did get a chance to do some wrenching. Uh, did quite a bit of wrenching, I think. So I worked on the the. The raw. Um, I got the new 9001 series BK servos or 9000 series servos. So I installed the 9001, 9005 set, um, and also installed the YG Rudius. <laughs> I don't know how to say that thing. The 135 um, HP ESC mm-hmm. um, and the lighter landing skids. The lighter landing skids are interesting. How um, are they? Like I was interested in those. I mean, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, you know, honest here. They, they seem kind of dinky. Like they kind of seem like they would break. In That's a, what I was afraid know? of. I, I don't think they'd be as durable. But I've heard folks, you know, bounce them and they don't break. So okay, well, I, let maybe, me see. Maybe they're right. uh, a more durable plastic, even though it's right. thinner. Maybe the, the the plastic mix is good, and like the skids are like 600 skid pipes to me. That's what they look like. They're a yeah. little bit smaller. Okay. Um, like like off the 580, I would say. Right. But um, it looks good. Um, it definitely is less material. Like definitely smaller, less material. You know, with the skid pipes being smaller, you can definitely tell they're gonna be lighter. Now I didn't do a before and after weight thing. I, I'm not gonna be that overly concerned about the the weight of the helicopter. Um, I just wanted to get it put on because they've been sitting in my <laughs> sitting in my garage for a while. I'm kind of been itching to put them on, so. Um, so I got that done, um, this weekend, you know, I did some barbecue, um, barbecuing, some cooking. And while I was out barbecuing, I was like, well, I have this Kraken 700 Nitro here. I ended up taking the, the servos out of that to put in my black Nitro because I wanted to fly that. Um, and then I bought another set of 7,002s. So I ended up putting those in and, I redid the Neo setup. Um, I was having some weird RPM issues prior, uh, last time I was flying. But I, um, yeah, I did a whole new setup and redid everything, and I did a test hover in my backyard. Um, 700 nitros in a backyard, in a small backyard, is very interesting to hover. 
Um, I smoked out <laughs> my backyard, that little like area with the uh, the trees, because it's basically now, because it's springtime or summertime, the, the trees are all fully, you know, bloomed out. So, the the you know backyard feels a lot smaller to me, and I'm just, I mean, I was literally smoking myself out after like a minute of hovering. I'm like, okay, I need, I need to land this. It's it's all working fine. I'm switching through the banks. The RPMs are changing. It, it all looks good. So um, so I landed it and um gonna probably see about well i'm definitely gonna bring it to me bring it to uh the fun fly so i'll get a chance to to really fly it and and see what i think of it you know yeah cool on monday um my wife was like really need to do something about the deck and i'm like okay well what do we need to do like we have to change a couple pieces of wood because they're they're rotting through you know they're rotted out and they, you know you can basically hammer right through it so all right we'll go get, get a couple planks and you know and you know might as well like we'll change the railing and do some work on it and that did turned you out have, to be did you have to sell a kidney to buy those couple planks uh, no, but they were pretty expensive. Um, <laughs> you know. I mean, the prices of the lumber definitely went up. So I went and got a hundred dollars worth pieces. of wood. What'd you get? Oh, like three two by fours. <laughs> yeah. No, two by fours are like eight nine dollars. I know. Crazy. Stupid, it used to be crazy. like two three dollars. Yeah. But anyways, um, I ended up buying the wrong size planks, and at the end of the day, we started like pulling some of the planks up, and they were really bad. They were all like. Wet soaked and brittle and like rubbery almost. It was weird. Mm. Um, so that day, we, me and my wife went to Lowe's and we ended up spending like $1,200. And we got, um, basically, it's a 12 by 12 deck. So it's uh, about 144 square feet. And so we basically got all composite T Rex. <laughs> It's called Trex, but I call it T Rex. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> call it T Rex. Is it made by a lion? <laughs> I think so because it's T Rex. So I figured, you know, I'll support the hobby that way too. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we ended up buying clamshell gray, whatever, um, all new railings, all new everything. Um, started taking the deck apart. So we completely, we didn't completely strip it, but we stripped like halfway. So I had some flooring down to work on it. And also, I wanted to keep it from like um, skewing or getting like out of square. Yeah, yeah, out of square. Um, yeah, and I started rebuilding deck, and I got about twenty percent done Monday, and probably another ten percent done today. Um, it was a lot of logistics. Like, how do I do this? I don't know how to do this. I've never built this. I've never done this. I've never worked with composites, like like this type of material. And I'm thinking, I'm looking at the end. I'm like, oh, that's going to be ugly. Oh, i got to picture frame this thing. Oh, now i got to do my, you know. It's, just, it's all simple woodworking stuff, you know, that I've done. Like, I can 45-degree cuts and make a miter saw. Like, all this stuff. Yeah, I can, I can do this stuff. But it's just like, I was originally just going to replace two plagues. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> that was the job, and now as, it's the job as, became. As soon as you deck. said that, oh, uh, so a couple boards bad. I was like, oh boy, he's gonna have yeah. to do the whole. <laughs> it's gonna be all bad. Yeah. So I'm, I'm approximately fifty percent done of the floor. I'll get the other fifty done probably tomorrow, um, and then I'll get the rails put up, and then redo the stairs, and that should be done. So, but it's this is gonna be something that's gonna take. You know, I told my wife it's kind of the worst timing because I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be done with it. And then this Thursday, I go to Jersey till Sunday. So there's my weekend. I'm not, you know, I'm going to be working on deck. And then so it's like it's going to have to wait till the following weekend to get completed. But I'll get it completed. Um, you know, it's not that hard. It really isn't. It's a little dirty, a little annoying, a little, you know, the stringers there, and but, stuff good under it? Yeah, everything looked good. Um, the way that this deck was built, there was no joist hangers or nothing. So I ended up going to Home Depot and buying joist hangers and, and like um, joist tie downs, like the ones that go perpendicular, you know, to the um, support there. Mm-hmm. And so just to reinforce it. But yeah, the wood seemed to be okay in the bottom. I think the top just kind of 
rotted out over time and no one ever yeah. like um stained you know it. stained it or uh did any type of refinishing every so often that you mm-hmm. gotta do hence why i went with um a, a plastic a composite because i didn't want to have to deal with that and this is 25 years you know maintenance free so i'll right. take it plus i don't have to worry about splintering and hunter and the kids and you know it just seems a little bit safer for them so yeah yeah um and add to the list of things i've done right before we jumped on the call i replaced the neo case in my fireball um that neo case was broken well it wasn't broken but it was broken after i took it off my oxy4 so then it broke (laughs) (laughs) so i taped it back together and, and you know i made in the heli and i flew the the fireball that day but um you know, I ordered a, a replacement case, and as soon as I came in, which came today, I, I replaced it. So it's got a nice, shiny, um, anodized green Lynx case. Uh, Lynx cases are the best, man. They, they fit so well, and I love that they fit snug, and, you know, they're just well, well made, for sure. Uh, and, and that's about it. Yeah. All right. Ian, what you been up to? Um, I've been working like crazy. Um, I did not fly. I did not sim, but I was on Discord and wrenching. Um, I was. Oh yeah, I was on Discord too. Oh yeah, you were. Right, was this one of my weeks? Yeah, I was there. I was there too. I forgot. (laughs) Yes, yes, nice. I forgot that. (laughs) Yeah, I was on uh, Discord. Quite a few cats showed up in there. Um, Shaggy was in there briefly. Monty was in there for a little bit. Yeah, they like did a drive-by. <laughs> More or less. Uh-huh. Um, was up for uh, a decent amount of time on Discord, you know, BSing with everybody. Um, yeah, you, me, and Devin were up to like two because I was still wrenching on the raw that until like until I was done, and that's when I was like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> Signing up for now. Oh yeah, definitely. And I was up. Uh, pretty much cleaning up uh, nitro parts because I was uh, actually in the midst of uh, getting ready to uh, throw in both of the both of the actual engine cases for the OS 50 and the the OS 37 went ahead threw those in the oven and uh, I had to oh, yeah. uh, put the crankshafts in the in the fridge let them cool off with the bearings so I I ended up getting both the uh, both uh, engine cases mounted with the bearings, and during record last week, I accidentally broke the ring off of the piston for the 37, so I've got to order a ring. But I got the the OS 50 completely back together, ready to go, in whatever I decide to uh, throw it in, which eventually, I, I if I if I'm able to actually get my hands on a you know 580 Nitro, it'll go in that. Um. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It will happen someday. I've had this engine since like 2015. I uh, I had bought off at of eBay a uh, T Rex 600 Nitro, and uh, the thing was a complete basket case. But the the engine ran great. Mm-hmm. By the time I went to do like uh the third test start and I was going to, you know, pretty much check blade tracking. I had it almost ready to go. And as I'm sitting there, you know, cranking it over with the starter, the main rotor's trying to turn Then pretty much the bearing said, huh, goodbye. And, um, uh, the clutch was grabbing just the more and more I kept digging into it, the more I had to replace. And it's just like, this is not even worth it. Um, so I pretty much parted that thing out and then I gave, keep the rest of the airframe and i've had the engine for ever since i haven't really done anything with it until here recently when i decided it's like yeah i, I want a six yeah i want a 580 nitro so that's when i started tearing the motor apart kind of checking out see what i need and as i was making my you know my a main orders i uh was slowly getting a few parts here and there nice uh and then I did some uh, wrenching on the, the Drake, which it is completely back together. All I have to do on it now is uh, just go ahead and reset up the head and then just kind of spool it up, see if there's anything electrical going on, you know, see if there's any problems with that. And then I can 
stick a set of blades on it and do a test flight. And I also did some wrenching on the shuttle, believe it or not. Um, I had, since I had stick and, uh, since I had put the, the 37 in that one, I noticed some of the, the actual pre, you know, drilled ports that are in there, you know, so you can access the needles or so the pipe can fit through the frame to the engine. Some of those were just a little bit off. I had to do some dremeling to, to get the pipe to fit and where the needles, where the needles are at on the 37, for some reason they're lower. So I had to go ahead and just dremel out the frame so I can, you know, be able to stick the, the needles back in and uh, got the inside of the frame dremeled up so I can place the anti-rotation bracket on it and here this week I'll be sending it sending the shuttle over to Keith so he can have uh, so I can get a few things uh, 3d printed for it um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've done yep that was pretty much all that I've done all week and I really didn't get to start doing any serious wrenching on the on the Drake and the shuttle until like yesterday. So yeah, that's my, that's pretty much been my entire week. All right, let's go into the main topic here, huh? What's in your fleet? What are we talking about? It's me. Yeah, I know, right? Um, so what we're talking about is what is your ideal fleet? Um, you know, we'll kind of talk about some sizes, some fuel types, you know, maybe how many of each and, and kind of things like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Who wants to go first? And, uh, what's your ideal fleet? I want to hear Andy's. My ideal fleet. Hmm. I haven't put a lot of thought to this. Two electric 700s. To one gasser, one nitro, maybe a 550. Mm, that's about it. I mean, that's kind of all you need, really. Mm-hmm. Maybe one a 380 if you've got a small area or something. Yeah. Or for practice. Mm-hmm. 550 is a good practice size, though. Yeah. I'd just soon practice with a 700, though, to be honest. Maybe a cheap one like the XO Power. Yep. Yeah, definitely. If I was really pushing, I think two two electrics or maybe three that are set up exactly the same mm-hmm. that are cheap to fix would be pretty nice. Yeah, and that that's a good point that you're making, you know, if you're if you're pushing, right? Like Right. You know for some folks in the hobby, like they wanna they want to get to that next level, you know, so they push, right. push, push, and in eventually you're gonna crash, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so three I think of the if same you're pushing, yeah, having at least two, maybe three of the exact same model, we could stock mm-hmm. some parts, yeah, and they would fly very similar. I'm not pushing. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not even pulling. I'm just kind of sitting <laughs> still. <laughs> so I yeah. I just kind of have a little bit of everything yeah, to play with and stuff. But ideally, uh, a couple electric 700s, a gasser 700, maybe a 550 or 600 nitro because I'm too cheap to buy that much fuel for a 700. I think it's a good spot for me to be in. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, for me, I would say... Because I don't, I'm I, just like you, Andy. I'm not a, I'm not a pilot that's kind of pushing constantly. I mean, I do push a little, <laughs> right. you know, but I'm not like, I'm not pushing well beyond my, my flying means where I'm like, right, you know, crashing it's not like, every it's heli. Not like we're field. practicing for global 3D or something, right? Or, or have right. a goal to get mm-hmm. to a certain level. In a year, we're just kind of right. going yeah. at our own pace. Yeah, go on our own pace. You know, like yeah, I want to try this a little today, but if I don't, it's not the end of the world. I'm not going to crash my heli because I wanted to try something. You know, I mean, right. don't get me wrong. I will try something I've never tried before, like going straight from the sim to a 700. 
Um, but that's not what's going to crash me normally. Like, you know, right. Um, playing too low to the ground, being a little too aggressive, you know, like pitch popping too aggressive while you're doing flips or whatever, you know, things like that will get me into the ground and crash. Mm-hmm. Um, then like Pat practicing full store pyro flips, you know, two, three mistakes high, right? Like, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, for me, I don't need a lot of electrics. It's weird. Like two would be fine. Like a, one raw and one 580, it's fine. Like I think that would work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, nitros, on the other hand, because of their characteristics, I'll say, um, and temperament, that I like to have a lot of nitros. Um, at least two 700s. And at least one, if not maybe two, 580s or that size, 550 size, 550, 600 size. Um, you know, if I have three 700s and one 580, sure, that works too. Like, but I like to have two to three at the minimum nitros because, like I said, of the temperament, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but electrics, they're, they're less likely to have those issues. So I don't, I don't mind just having one 700 electric, one 600 electric. Um, I'll talk about the smaller helis. I know I have a whole, whole, another, as my fam, my, my wife would say, side family of, of helicopters, <laughs> you know, um, that aren't the big ones. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, I think for the big helis, the ones that I go to the field and fly, yeah, one, one electric, 700, one electric six, and a couple of nitros, like two to three. You know, up to four, I would say, would be a good ideal fleet for me. Um, when I'm talking about nitros, one of them can be a gasser. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm just going to save their fuel models. Right. Obviously, gassers are less um, temperament about them, but um, they also don't fly. The characteristics of flight style, I don't really, you know, they're okay. They're, they're good for practicing things for me, but not good for, like, actually having fun flying. <laughs> so, um so I kind of talked about the sizes, right? Uh, well, actually, Ian, what's your ideal fleet? Let me get to that. Um, I was going to say, uh, as far as like my ideal fleet, uh, I'm actually in the midst of uh, getting you know, probably more of the 700s. My goal is probably to have uh, a couple of electrics and then a couple of the nitros. Obviously, you know, I mostly fly Goblin. So probably a couple of... Uh, black thunders and then i've got the black nitro right now Uh um so it really depends on you know what i'm able to get my hands on you know down the line like say i get both my black thunders up and going and the black nitro um i do have smaller helis which i do find them to be pretty fun which i've got the the three blade 420 um i do believe uh smaller helis are just so much fun not to mention they're a little more forgiving if you're trying something new and if Mm. you're if you're going if you're going to like a park or whatever it's just more things to fly as you're waiting for um you know your your 12 you know your 12 s packs to charge Mm -hmm. um and then of course i've got my nx4 which that thing is really awesome especially like when I'm at work and, you know, say if it gets dead and I want to go, you know, take a lunch break or, you know, just take some time off and just find a rogue park to fly at or whatnot, I, I can carry it in the back of my Jeep and, you know, just have a charged pack, have my fuel, have my remote, just just grab it and go. Um, I do want to uh, get into more of the 600 size, you know, get get a couple of birds in the 600 size um because i do gravitate towards the bigger birds but i think those would uh i don't know as far as i do want to dabble in like this the 6s as far as like if i got an electric version i think that would be ideal as far as you know just just charging one pack would be awesome and not to mention the the Smaller nitros are a little bit more efficient than a 700, but it, I, I like the, the bigger sizes. That way, you know, they're more stable. And, yeah, that's 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I didn't talk about the smaller helis that I have. Obviously, you know, I have a fireball I was just talking about, and um, I have the OMPs and the Local 200 and stuff. I think there's a place for those. And like you're saying with your um, your NX4, it's kind of like a carrying... You can carry this heli anywhere if you wanted to. Um, for me, I can fly it in my front or backyard or, you know, anywhere really, right? Like they're small enough, you can just kind of throw down if you wanted to. Oh, um, yeah. You know. Um, one thing I don't like about the small helis, and we'll kind of run right into the sizes, um, is that I don't like fixing smaller helis. Uh, they're real pain in the ass. And they're just too small, you know. Everything is like it's just it's just annoying. Like I'm, it's not like I have big hands or anything, but like it's just annoying, you know, um, to work on. So I, of course I hate that part, and often that's why, you know, I'll forget that. Oh my M1 is down. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> I I thought I fixed it. Oops, I guess I forgot. Um, <laughs> and 700s, you know, the bigger helis, 580s, even you know the. The the 380s and up, um, the 380s and up still small, but like say 550, 500 and up, you know those aren't too bad to work on, obviously. Um, but I, you just need a you need a big place to fly them, you know. Absolutely. And uh, my biggest thing with the micros is like they're for their size, they're so snappy and it's yeah, they're hard know. to fly. In my opinion, they're way yeah. harder to fly. Especially if you're doing like newer maneuvers or maybe just, you know, something that you would do on like your, uh, on your 700 or even if, if I were to do something off of my 700 on a micro, I would probably crash it right, right then and there. <laughs> I mean, just being honest because it's so snappy. You can't really, the characteristics are really different with them. That's why I didn't understand what you said about being more forgiving. Yeah. That's what small I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. What did you mean by that? As far as parts cost, um, and then not to mention, there's been times that I've uh, crashed like a. I mean, I, think uh, I know what you mean. Yeah, right? cost about, is absolutely less. Yeah, cost, but not I, only cost, I, but the um, the amount of damage sometimes, right? Like small heli, sometimes they don't have enough right, mass right. To, to kill it. And, and there's uh, there's been a couple times where I do like an auto and just like. Uh, pretty much lay over my uh, 470 and it it's perfectly fine there's really no damage done to it like say if it hits the tall grass and just right right off to the side and it's not going to cost really any anything if anything i probably you know would break a link or whatnot on a bigger heli it's you know, there's probably gonna be a few more parts to that yeah and plus like you know bigger helis you tend to fly up higher and they're more mass and you know when you get that thing knife edge and hurling to the earth real quick, you're like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> that's going to hurt. But when you don't crash, they're more forgiving to learn yes. stuff on. Yes, totally. Because it's slower 100%. and more stable. Yep. Slower, more stable, more hang time. Just, you know, easier to see, more confident building because of that, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um. Okay, we kind of went into the fuel types, you know. The nitros are good, um, especially at 700. But yeah, they're... I just can't get behind that the price. dollar a minute per fl- flight time, <laughs> five, six dollars a flight. That's, uh, yeah. that's too damn much. That's a lot. That's it really lot. is. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. Well, with me, I've... I don't know. In the past couple of years since I started flying the NX4, I've just I have so much more fun with uh, nitro than I do electrics. But either way, as far as like the mess, the maintenance, and everything, that really doesn't bother me because right now, yeah, I'm just starting into that hobby and a hobby. But, but you're not me, flying a 700 yet either. No, you I'm not. You start popping down 40. Forty-five dollars for seven flights. You'd be like, "Ooh, damn, this sucks." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is a lot of fun, but it's so yeah. expensive. Yeah, yeah it, it's expensive. I know a lot of people, you know, don't like dealing with the, like the maintenance and everything, which it doesn't really bother me because I, when I'm wrenching, I'm just, I don't know, I'm in my own little world over here. Um, yeah, but 
I'm also kind of taking it as a learning experience because it's like, you know, when I got told I had to replace the bearings in the NX4 and it's like, well, may as well. I mean, I've flown it for two seasons and nonstop. Um, as far as the mess, I mean, it's not really a big deal. I just spray it with alcohol and then wipe it all down and clean it all up. Um, I don't even do that. To be <laughs> honest, I don't, I don't know. For me, nitrils are like, um, you know, it's like that, like, it's not the, the, the normal burger you get every time you go out, you know? It's like that, like, rare steak, you know, that you'll get every so often. And, yes, I try to fly nitrils a lot, but it's, you know, because I'm a glutton, and that's why I get gout. Um, you know, but, like, I want to, it's like, I'll fly the electrics, I'll learn a lot of things, I'll do some stuff, and then I'll, like, I'll throw down on the, I'll have fun and do the same maneuvers on the nitro and be like, ooh, ooh, I can't dig that much in the collective, and it teaches me something <laughs> about that maneuver I didn't know about it when I was doing it on electric, you know? Um, Absolutely. You know, so, like, nitro's not something that I, I, I wholeheartedly love nitro. Like, I will, if I could, you know... If I had all the fuel in the world and all the motors in the world and the rings and, the, you know, and all that stuff, I wouldn't care. I would do it. But, like, because there's a lot of cost to the maintenance, there's a lot of cost to the fuel, it's something that I kind of – it's like a special reserve, you know? It's my exo Right. Brand, you just you know? said you want two electrics and, like, six nitros. Yeah, six nitros because when they break – I don't, you know, time to get a fix and stuff. It's a lot longer than electric, in my opinion, mm-hmm. like having to work on the motors and on the engines and everything, and then also taking them apart. So, and then at that point, when you're working on them, you have to clean them a little, right? You can't just work in that muck. So you end up cleaning it a little, and yeah. So it's for me, nitros, working on nitros end up being a lot longer, so I want to have more. Um, but the amount of flights I do, I mean, I'm, I can only fly one heli at a time anyway, so... I'm not only flying one of the four nitros anyways, right? Um, so fuel cost is going to be the same for me, you know, per flight, I guess, per heli, don't matter. So as we build our ideal fleet, right, where we're building up, you know, like you're currently building up a 700 nitro and you're getting up to that 700, you're like getting deeper into the 700s, right? Um, you know, the ones that you don't, like, do you keep them? Do you sell them? You know, what do you do? Do you do you try to maintain like a certain ideal number in your head of like, I don't want to go above six helicopters, you know? You want to know what I do? I think you just don't care and you just keep them every day. <laughs> no, I, I say I need to sell this, but then I wait about two years after anybody wants that particular one to where it's worthless. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, damn it. Oh, there's that opportunity. And oh, you have well. to give it away. <laughs> okay, give it away, yeah. That's um, funny. For me, uh, I've only sold, like, maybe a couple helicopters in my time. Um, I I did bite off more than I can chew early in the hobby. I would say uh, probably, like, around 2016, I ended up buying a uh, Goblin 770 from uh, one of the guys here in the area, and... Pretty much, I don't think I was ready for that big of a helicopter yet, and um, I the biggest struggle was getting components, and then obviously, yeah, you can run it 12s. Some people run it 14s. I just don't think I was like ready to you know buy batteries that big, get the components, you know, get, get a motor for it. I mean, it was just it was just an airframe, but after you know about a year of sitting on my wall. I had to just turn around and, you know, just go ahead and sell it because I wasn't going to be able to really do anything with it. Uh-huh. Um, as far as other helis, I mean, I've still got a couple of them downstairs that I've crashed and just haven't touched since, uh, which those were like my my blade helis. Yeah. For me, it's been... I've definitely sold a bunch of helis. I mean... I sold most of my blade helis, the smaller ones that I had, really the the four fifty X and the three sixty CFX. Right. Um, when I used to fly those back in the day. Hmm. Yeah, I mean I've sold quite a bit. All my synergy stuff I sold a while back. I had a logo one period and sold that. 
or traded that. That was my that was the first trade I've ever done. I think. Yeah. What'd you trade for um, it? NX7. Oh yeah. Yeah, I traded the used airframe for a brand new NX7 and kit, and you know, in a box or whatever. So. Wow. His logos 700s were were very on you know in demand back then. You know there weren't only there were only so many that were made initially, and it took a while I think so. So a lot of people were looking for them. So I kind of made out good. You know I flew mm-hmm. it ten times and didn't like it, and I was like, all right, I want to get into nitro. I I want all well, and I got my 700 nitro the line one first to try out, and then I was like, okay, I need another one, and you know. N seven was was kind of the go to, um, seven hundred nitro back then. So, so yeah, gave that a try, um, yeah, and sold it. And uh, your N seven's uh, hanging on my wall. Yeah, it's not been touched since I got it. At it's, all? No, it's just sitting there. Oh man, you sell the gastric kit and everything. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Should have sold wow. all of that stuff back when it was actually worth something. Yeah, talk about airframes that are worthless now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would just build it and fly it. You know, just you'd be fine. Take it easy. You don't crash often. Might just put a 105 in it and fly it. Hmm. I know there is a one heli on my wall that I'm actually getting ready to ship out to Shaggy. Um it was one that was kind of an impulse buy. I mean, at the time, I was only flying the the Blade 450 3D, and mm-hmm. I had seen on eBay it's a uh, it's a Blade 300X. It's all decked out in links. Like probably about eighty percent of the heli itself is all links, and then there's a line skids on it. So like, it probably like, flies like shit then. <laughs> well, yeah, big heavy turd. Yeah. Well, the. As far as rotors, it's got the aluminum rotors and everything. Everything else is carbon. And, you know, Shaggy's been working on his project. But, like, this heli, when I bought it, it had um, the Savox servos on it. had stock ESC. Of course, you know, the 7200BX. Mm-hmm. I went to, like, get it all set up. I got it all set up. I went out, out front. And as soon as I uh, put it into flight mode, I hadn't even got it off the ground. And the servo's browned out. It's just sitting there like full bore on you know, out in the street and it's just like, uh, I ain't got no control of it. I mean I'm thinking in my head, do I just get a rock and like throw at it? I mean, I wasn't even sure what to do there. And then finally it just shut down. Uh, and it I've never touched it since. I more or less took the servos out of it because I mean I, I think that was half the problem. I think those were uh I think they were pulling too much juice than what that uh, ESC could offer. Uh, yeah, but from what though? Just sitting there, like spooling up. It, the server yeah. wasn't doing much. <laughs> yeah, I all I did was spool it up, and I was getting ready to take off, and it just it just starts starts giving it full head speed, and, and it's just sitting right there. It's like, uh, shit. Uh, so I'm gonna be giving that to Shaggy. I'm gonna be uh, sending that his way. He, he's he's working on his six uh, S. Blade 300X, and he needed parts, and it's like, oh, I got this. This has got, like, a lot of good parts on it, so. Cool. Yeah. Awfully nice of you. Oh. Awfully nice of him to, uh, you know, let me and Keith use his camper and everything like that, and he he said he needed parts for his, so, and I don't, I mean, it's more of a shelf piece for me, so it's just like, I'm not really doing anything with it. It's taking up space on my wall. And I don't fly it, so it's like, yeah, why do I need it? Okay. Do you have anything else we want to talk about for this topic? I know we're going to kind of, we planned on doing a little bit of a short show today. No. That's all. Yeah, Yeah, I can't think of anything. Nothing that would be relevant. Okay, let's move it on. Do we have a planker segment? I don't think so. Oh man, man, what happened? No. He like, he like one hit wonder dust, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he comes shot out of a cannon, but he went back in his hole. Yeah, seriously. 
All right, all right. Um, let's move it on to news and announcements then. News and announcements. Well, I didn't see a lot of news this week, but I did see a new plane from Horizon. This is the E-Flight Turbo Timber Evolution. As you guys probably know, the Timber was a very, very popular airplane. And then they had the Turbo Timber and the Timber X. Now this is the, I guess, the Evolution. And they've made some upgrades. First most being the battery hatch is on top now. So you don't have to turn the plane upside down to put the battery in. Which was always a big pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. It looks like more like the turbo timber with the long nose. Uh, see, they added a top hatch for faster, easier battery changes. Did the connectors in the wings for simple wing insulation removal. Strengthened the landing gear. Proved the model's durability and stole capability when flying from rough terrain. It's got an upgraded Spectrum 60-amp Smart ESC and the Bind and Fly basic version is equipped with the AR637TA receiver. Yeah. Provide full-range real-time telemetry data, including battery voltage, current, motor RPM, and more. I believe this also comes with a three-blade prop. 3 and 4S compatible power system, Metal Gear servos, you know, all the other stuff. Nice. Looks like a pretty nice, nice model. I like the the design on the wing. Yeah, the color scheme. It's pretty nice. Yeah. And not bad. Pretty sweet. These are pretty nice planes. They fly well. I like the stole stuff. So it's just some. Upgrades and improvements to their timber line, basically, from what I can tell. Yeah. Yep. Check it out. If you're into aeroplanes. To those planks. Yep. Okay, what else we got? I didn't see anything else. Either of you guys see anything cool? Cool? No. Interesting? Mm, No. Stupid? Well, there's a lot yeah. of that. Boring. I, I, I seen an interesting video on uh, the Hangout. Somebody uh, beating the hell out of a uh, Banshee 850. That was pretty cool. Okay. Nice. Okay. I guess let's move it on. What's next for you in the hobby? What's next for me, you ask? Yeah, what's next for you? Um... More wrenching. Um, I've got to uh, obviously get the the shuttle ready to take over to Keith, and uh, I've still got to figure out what's going on with the tail rotor on the on the on the four twenty, and then uh, get the servos and everything uh, centered for the for the Drake, so I can uh, maybe do some flying this weekend. I'll try to. Um, and then of course I'll be on Discord as always. So I think other than that, uh, pretty much I'm gonna be working like crazy all week. <laughs> Make that money. Yeah, well, I got bills to pay and shit to fly. Mm-hmm. What's next for you, Andy? I don't know. Hopefully I can fly some this week. I hope hope to get done with these stupid-ass beans tomorrow. Something doesn't blow up or catch on fire or drive in the river or something. I don't know. (laughs) Anything could happen at this point. Right. So like like I said at the start of the show, I got to get the camper ready for Dragonfly. I know it's in like... Some almost a month from now, but still, it'll be here before you know it. So I gotta get that ready, and I guess that's it. Maybe try to get a couple flights in here or there. 
haven't flown anything in like three weeks. Jeez. Um, so, so I'm willing. To, I'm willing to bet. Like once you pick up a helicopter, you're just going to beat the piss out of it. Like the first two flights. I don't know. Maybe. Take out all of that unneeded uh, frustration from the beans. <laughs> maybe I don't know. <laughs> maybe. I did Sam last Friday when we were on Discord. I think I was the only one simming, to be honest. Everybody else was doing something else. Yeah. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. Uh, I was ranching. Oh, by the way, I tried VR simming for the first time. Oh, yeah? How'd you like it? Yeah, John Allen uh, hooked it up on uh, on Rick's uh, Rich's laptop. Yeah. Um, over at the. I thought uh, you had a that, VR uh, stuff. I never used it though. I never tried it. And <laughs> why not? It, I don't know. It's because I have to get my. <laughs> I moved and my Windows machine is sitting in a garage. Oh, and, okay. You know, well, that's fair. Yeah. So I haven't set anything back up, but uh, I was like, oh, man, it, it actually was awesome. Like it was a lot yeah. better. Like nice. I, yeah, I I don't know. Like I don't think I can do the regular setting. I need to get I need to get my setup set up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as soon as I would have been the first thing I tried with it when I got a headset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I never. Yeah, you suck. Never. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that it? Is that for you, Andy? Uh, that's it for me. I think Ian was going, wasn't he? No, I already went. Oh, yeah, he went first. Yeah. Well, shit. What's that? What's for you, Steve? Um, what am I doing? Oh yeah, I'm going to a fun fly. <laughs> Oops. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. I'm, going to, I'm going to our fun fly. Oops. <laughs> yeah. So um, Thursday, I drive up back to Jersey. I'm gonna hang out with some friends. And then Friday morning, gonna hit the field up, get everything set up, and yeah, start flying. I got I got some batteries to burn. I gotta I gotta get this uh, battery review. So I gotta get I get like yeah. Would you hurry like, with that damn thing? If I get seven flights in a row on Friday, that that'll do it. Okay, that, that should be it. I should be done. I only have one on the maniacs, um, and I just have like three on on each other other two. So. I'm close. I'll be there soon. All right. Um, after this, after this weekend, though. So Friday and Saturday, I'm just gonna be flying. Um, at the fun fly. Sunday, I drive back and resume my normal life. Get back to so, deck yeah. building. Yeah, deck building, taking care of the kids, you know, all that fun stuff. You know, when you leave on Thursday, you just tell your wife. Now I want to see this deck finished when I get back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see how that works. Uh, she helped me a tons. Uh, she she was the one that really did the the initial like mo- majority of the demo work was all her. Yeah. She ripped out half the deck, the rails, everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to tell show her anything. She just took care of it on her own. So I was like, perfect. <laughs> She's like, I don't, I can't do construction. I was like, what do you mean? This is construction. She's like, I could bash things apart. <laughs> destruction is destruction. Yeah. Destruction is one part of construction. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, let's see. Listener Pipeline. I heard we might have some. We got a few dozen. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. All right. Let's see. Here's number one. Okay, Andy, or whoever was editing this show. I'm listening to the after show, and I'm hearing the thing in two different tests, two different sides. It's like you're playing it at different times on different sides. Somebody screwed this up. Anyhow. And plus, when you guys say, Bill, 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 my son thinks you're talking to him. So, and then he said it was Bill Nye, the science guy, which is just as funny, but let's see. Anyhow, keep up the good work. Kevin, I hope the move goes well. Talk to you later. Bye. Well, you were right, Steve. I completely screwed it up. But I did, thanks to your message, I went back and fixed it. So I appreciate you letting me know. Oh, is that how you found out? Yeah, that's how I found out. (laughs) All I know, he was like, 
oh, there's a mess up. I, I got version two uploading now. <laughs> like, yeah, <okay. laughs> yeah. I accidentally left the the um the music for the bloopers got doubled and it was left in there and uh, it was all screwed up. My mistake. It's a very quick edit. Not really yeah. up to my normal standard, as you guys could probably tell. I only had about two hours to do the whole thing. But anyway, I got it done. I guess a shitty show's better than nothing. Yeah. Alright, voicemail number two. Hey y'all, I saw your Google, uh, sorry, Craigslist ad online for, uh, VHS tapes and some free moving boxes. I was just wondering, uh, if those were still available and what might be on those VHS tapes, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, if you can give me a call back or shoot me an email, that would be preferred. And if you could put those VHS tapes in those free moving boxes, you'd be my dear. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye. <laughs> VHS tapes. Did we talk about something with that? I'm confused. I think so. I think we mentioned something about VHS. Or, I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. I'm confused. And it doesn't get any clearer the rest of these. Oh, no. Okay. What's up, Freefall? We're out here at RCHO. Uh, we just wanted to make a mention that Eric Shoe didn't show up because he said he was cold and comfortable on the couch. So I just wanted to call out Eric Shoe as being a little bitch. <laughs> That's all. See ya. <laughs> Hear that, Eric? Yeah. You're a bitch. You're a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Number four. Is, uh, this is the Freefall RC Podcast. Uh, I am calling about the uh, Craigslist app you guys posted for VHS tapes. Uh, I'm just wondering what type of tapes these are. If they're like uh, action movies or the children's movies. Uh, if you don't mind, uh, let me know what's on those videos. I, I might be interested uh, if you know what I mean. Uh, other than that, uh, yeah, give me call back. Thank you. <laughs> All right, number five. Hello, this is Heinrich Schwitzer calling. Uh, I am responding to your Craigslist ad I just found <laughs> uh, regarding the VHS tapes. I have not seen these tapes in many, many years, and I am very intrigued. I would definitely like to make an offer on said tapes. Please give me a call and let how many tapes there are. Thank you. <laughs> well, these people need to leave their numbers so we can call them back and let them know what's on those tapes. Mm-hmm. Now I've lost track. Which one did I just play? Six? Five? I think that was five. Hello, boys. This is Rupert Paul giving you a call. Uh, I saw your Craigslist ad, and I'm very interested in the tapes that you have for sale. Uh, please let me know how many you have, what's on them, and how much you want for them. Very well interested. I think I see Lion King in there, Terminator 2, bunch of goodies. All right, lads, catch you later. Bye. <laughs> was it Kevin who was saying that he had VHS tapes this year? I don't even know. Um, hi, I guess. Uh, is this that free all like, whatever podcast? Uh, whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> my, my dad sent down some tapes on Craigslist, something like that. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know what these are, to be honest. Like, do you put beer on it or, like, use it as a coaster? Like, what the fuck? Um, uh, anyway, I wanted to buy these for his birthday as, like, memorabilia or some bullshit. So, I guess just shoot me a Twitter or an Instagram or uh, maybe follow me on OnlyFans and shoot me a message. Let me know what you want for them. Uh, maybe we can create something. Uh, okay, thanks. Bye. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Hi, guys. I saw your ad on Craigslist. You're selling some tapes and such. I was just wondering, 
What are you guys looking for for these? Do you want to maybe trade for some cassettes? I got some real good music. Smoke Underwater, Purple Haze, Cheech and Chong Soundtrack, <laughs> a lot of stuff I think you might like. If not, the Planker would definitely like some. Yeah, give me a call back whenever. No rush. Thanks, dude. All right, here we go, number nine. Hey, yo, Freefall, what's up? I saw your Craigslist ad for some uh, VHS tapes. Yeah, how much you want for those? They look pretty good. I think they might sell on the streets, you know? Yeah, me and my boys, will hook them up. Sell them on Main Street or some shit. Yeah, hit me up, let me know. Hey, get out the road, I'm walking here. Ah, whatever, man. Anyway, forget about it. Catch you later. <laughs> hey guys, it's Bill Am. <laughs> I was just giving you a call. I, I saw your uh, I saw your ad on Craigslist for the VHS tapes, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I figured I could take them and digitize them, and and maybe put some stuff on my YouTube because you know I don't put anything on my YouTube lately. I figure I could fill out like Bill Am thirteen with those. Anyway. I don't know. Let me know if there's. Oh, maybe they're sold. Oh man, maybe they're sold. Oh, I don't man. know. Give me a call. See ya. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> hey, free. Is that Shaggy? That's a Mile High Club that you guys are talking about. Uh, I'm on the plane right now. Uh, I don't get it. No one wants to talk about helicopters. Um, I don't see a helicopter anywhere. Everyone's super friendly though. So like. Word on that. Everyone's super nice. I didn't expect that at all. Um, but yeah, like, where, where's airplanes and helicopters? I, I don't get it. Like, no, don't, no, get away. Get in your, stay in your own seat, dude. I'm on the phone. Leave me, hey, leave me alone. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I'm, can you guys give me a call back and let me know? Am I in the wrong club? I don't get what, Jesus, dude. Leave, leave it. Don't, hey, hands to yourself. Anyway, um, yeah, call me back, guys. Sorry. Uh -huh. Hands to yourself. Uh, guys, I'm so sorry. Just disregard my last message. Um, I didn't realize these guys are builders. They're not flyers. Um, I started talking about maintenance and stuff and building. What kind of lube you use? And I'm like, well, do you grease your main shaft or do you not? Things like that. <laughs> oh, dude, these guys have some serious recommendations. They use some crazy products, too, I haven't heard of. Like, they have this, what is it, Kentucky? Kentucky gel? Yeah, Kentucky, KY, Kentucky. I mean, whatever. Anyway, so this crazy. i got to buy some of this stuff and try it in my main shaft. Um, anyway, thanks for the tip, guys. See ya. <laughs> Guys, guys, I'm hiding in the luggage area of the airplane. These, these guys are not modelers. They they do not fly. They do not build. Um, I'm going to need one of you guys to help me out and Google how the hell to get out of an airplane at 25,000 feet. Um, if you can shoot me a text or something with how to get out, uh, let me know. Uh, I, I need help. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Scott. Stranded on an airplane. A bunch, wow. of, a bunch of handsy old men. Uh -huh. That was a lot of voicemails. Yes. Awesome. Holy shit. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. <clears throat> okay. Is that it? That is it. Are we going to wrap it up or are we going to save it for when Kevin comes back? Mm. I don't know. I guess we're going to save it. Yeah, I don't think we it. have anything anyway, except those voicemails. I'm sure we got some Facebook comments or something, but we can save it. Yeah, let's save it. Okay. Um, I guess the outro? Yeah? Sure. Yes. All right. So drop us an iTunes review. We'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at free4c at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash free4c podcast. Check out our webpage, free4c podcast.show. Say hi to Chris. 
Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. I actually updated the website. What? Well, part of it. I did the... The 2021 sixth annual Funfly is now there, not 2020. Uh, <laughs> and our about page has gotten some recent updates. Yeah. So check out our webpage. Go take a look. Go look at our uh, the face the uh, Free Forestry Podcast crew page, or is it? I think it's just called the about page. I don't remember. But yeah, check it out. Flight test forums, off the field, audio and video production, other than flight sets, podcast, free Farsi podcast. Say hi to David Hill, a.k.a. Hilda Flyer. Hi, David Hill. Hi, David Hill. All right, fellow podcasters. We got the Heliheads podcast. That is with Dan, uh, Kevin, Scott, uh, Kyle, and Maynard. Well done. Nice. Uh, Telerotor podcast. That's with uh, two Mikes, a Rich, and a Robert. Mm-hmm. Uh, RC Roundtable. That's with Fitz, Terry, and Lee. Yeah. RC After Hours. Is that with Andre? Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. All right. RC Plane Lab. Um... That one I might need help with. It's the morning show. Oh, yeah. Ron and Tom in the morning. Skids up. That's with Frank, Paul, and Javier. Inverted down under. That's with Ozzy Mozzie and Jeff Smott. Yeah, Park Flyer Podcast. Um, is that two mics and a J? Mm-hmm. Houdini RC Heli Podcast. That one... Um, is it Kenny Sierra and Richard Spiegel? Yes. Yeah. Got it. Got it. All things that fly with Lucian Miller and Moose. All right. Make sure you check out Bill Ann's YouTube channel. Bill, 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 Bill. Thanks to our listeners, Fair Skies, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bill. Bill, 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 Bill. Bye. Hope to see you this weekend, Bill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so tired. I may fall asleep. I had such a shitty day yesterday. Why, what yeah. Ah, just shit kept messing up. They said be a farmer. They said it'd be fun. Nobody ever said that. They said it'd be easy. <laughs> just plant the seed. Yeah. When I finally came home early enough, that's like, you know what? I'm bored. <laughs> Time to do some ranching. Bored. What's that like? <clears throat> bored out of your skull? Never heard of it. You know, yeah. when you're in your tractor and it's on auto drive and you're like, damn, what do I do now? Hmm. Mm. That's what porn is for. <laughs> I was thinking about, you know, that's what online shopping's for, but sure, porn works too. <laughs> oh man, I forgot I forgot to do some Arnold voices. Oh thank God. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody too. I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did get some RC. Shit, I meant to call Kevin. I forgot. Do you want to call him? Oh, it's too late. It's too late, late now. I want to call him like as soon as we jumped on. Just call him live on the air. Yeah, we should have. <laughs> Damn it, Andy. I know. I'm sorry. You even mentioned it too. And I totally forgot. I know. I totally <laughs> forgot. I just now <laughs> thought of it. I got um. I got a package today. What'd you get? I got a yellow tail boom. Nice. Raw. Yeah. Nice. I don't have a yellow raw anymore. <laughs> what happened to your, what did you do with your well, yellow the canopy? Canopy, got, the canopy got pretty smashed up. I mean, it's still ah. fine, but it got pretty smashed up. I'm not going to use it. Mm. You know? 
and now it's orange. And I did buy another canopy set, but I bought another orange and a pink one. So neither one of those. I'll buy it from yellow. you. All right. Yeah, possibly. Bring it to Dragonfly. I'll take it if you don't if you don't need it. Yeah, I might just throw it on there and be a you know. A yeah, do that. Though, you know, it's I was thinking it's about Pride it. Month. It's Pride Month. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make my Goblin Raw Pride. Yeah, that'd be funny as hell. It would be. I I, I bought all the sticker sets too. Oh shit! <laughs> nice. nice. Beyond like, because I was gonna I was gonna do sticker sets on the inside too. Um, just for the hell of it. Um, you know, kind of like do like orange on the outside but blue on the inside type of deal. Um, right. so I bought the sticker sets because they're like. Yeah. <laughs> I think you gotta put the pink on the inside. Yeah, right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it kinda sucks. <laughs> I'll fix it and Steve, you and I'll combat him. Let's do it, I'm down for that. <laughs> chill out. Do it, chill out. Funny as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. I'm down. Alright. I'll hold the camera. No. You gotta put yours up too. Oh no, I like mine. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Steve are like, up. these suck. Let's let's crash them. <laughs> Ian's like, no, I love it. <laughs> 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 <laughs>